Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Melon Podcast. I am your host, Brett Merriman. In front of me, you may know him as the husband of my normal co-host, Sally DeFreeze. We have Will DeFreeze. Hi. In the building, the Will the Beast. It's me. What's up? Not much. How about you? What happened to Sally? We had our first ever baby throw-up situation. We've had spit-ups. We've had whatevers. But we have our first ever little little man got a little stomach bug. And, yep. and I, I had to fill in as he needs his mama. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. I hope the Fritz man's doing okay today. He's doing okay. He seems to be a little more on the mend, so I'm not too not too concerned about it. In between pukes, he's, he's, he's all smiles. So That's we're, great. We're cruising right now. Awesome. That's yep. good to know. Uh, Sally, I, I would assume we'll be back next week. But uh, we got the Will Man. Yeah. Just, just, just the guys. I haven't today. been here in a bit. Uh, welcome a second. back. How do, you, how do you like the new mail-in with your wife on it? It's good. It's good. Yeah. I think so, too. It's fine. Well, hey, come on now. We have fun here. It's my mom's favorite podcast. So, Oh, well, you're my, your mom is my favorite Wash Media Network mom. Thank you. Thank you. She goes hard. I, I like. She's my favorite mom, too. That's, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. She's a good one. If you're new here, maybe uh, maybe you're a fan of Will and you're wondering what he's up to. Well, he's on this podcast, The Mail, and we answer your questions. Maybe you're in your 20s or 30s and you need help with stuff, and we're here to help you out. Excited to have Will here today because, like, Sally's great, but sometimes you just need a, a you're, guy. You're a getting guy's the other guy. party. You're getting the other party's view on this one. Yeah. You're getting the other side of the, the, the. I mean, who knows? I think she's affected my thinking so much in the last however many years mm-hmm. that, like, you're pretty much going to get just regurgitated Sally takes right now. But that, I think that might be what people want. Now's your chance to fire back to answer the critics. Based on the question, say I don't know if I I don't know if I need to fire back at Sally for anything, but who knows? People might get put on Front Street. Wow. Front Street. Shouts mm-hmm. to Front Street Pizza, Troy, New York. How can you help us out? Subscribe on iTunes and follow on Spotify. Hit the hotline number 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio at Mail in Podcast. Will, are you ready? I'm ready. First question. Hi, Brett and Sally. This is, by the way, this is not this is not necessarily a question, but I needed to I needed to read this. Okay. And then I will follow up with a question after Fine this. Fine by but me. here we go. Hi, Brett and Sally. First time, long time. Unfortunately, my life is not a rom-com. Oh, it's, it's too bad. It's too bad. And we didn't have our first date in the Kansas City airport. So here I am writing a missed connection in 2022. Were you ever a missed, missed connection guy? Uh, never actually doing them. I did have dreams of like maybe one day like finding one where someone was talking about me. But I would definitely uh, look at them. I would look at both the okay. Northern Michigan ones, which were hilariously just stupid <laughs> because no one in Northern Michigan like uses that kind of thing. Yeah. And then I would also, when I would get bored, I would actually just go to the New York City ones on Craigslist and just mm, read those because okay. sometimes they were like funny, romantic, whatever. And it was just kind of nice. I think at one point I actually, I think I did a column on the original Sunday Scaries blog that was breaking down certain misconnections. And wow. Stuff. I don't remember if I actually did or if I just thought about it, but I think I might've done one. That's heat. Yeah. Uh, intern Adam here to this this episode is sponsored by Busy Heart Seltzer. You Thank you, Adam. It. I'm going to put this right here. Anyway, I was taking the early flight out of New Orleans last Sunday morning, and a cute guy looked at my scary sweatshirt and gave me uh, and gave me a look, and I returned that look. He was okay. way ahead of me in the TSA line, so I didn't see him again. Here's part two. Okay. I was flying through Kansas City on my way back home. As I was is waiting. Is the same person? 
Same, same, same person. This is the same person. Okay. As I was waiting to deplane, I hear, quote, I've never seen anyone in washed merch before. And guess what? It was the guy from TSA. There you go. He was sitting behind and across from me the whole flight. We briefly chatted about our favorite podcasts. Speaking of, I'm so glad Sally is back on the mailing. Well, she's going to hate today. He said he was a Sal gal himself. Sal guys, stand up. Yeah, Sal poppies. We get to the gate bridge and he dropped what he was carrying, but I kept walking and then didn't see him again in the terminal. You hate to see this. I don't really have a question attached to this, but I'm just shooting my shot and letting airport guy know my DMs are open, love the pod, and thanks to y'all for the advice. I'm logging in now. I believe I received a tweet about this on Sunday. Really? I believe I did. Let me go to the Sunday Scaries pod or uh, Sunday Scaries Twitter account, which is at Sunday Scaries for those keeping track at home. Right. I believe I got something about this and it made me very happy because I think a lot of people in the world Mm -hmm. have a lot of anxiety about finding someone to spend the rest of their life with. And if Sunday Scaries could ever help somebody. (laughs) Why'd you look at Randy? I I didn't. (laughs) No, Randy's doing just fine. Oh. Uh, Oh, 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 oh. but if Sunday Scares could ever be the mediator between two people, you know, meeting up and doing that, it would make me so happy. Just last mm-hmm. night, two podcast listeners uh, got together in their scary sweatshirts at a bar and, and met for the first really? time. And they posted a photo and it made me so happy. Wow. It's just a beautiful thing you love to see. Uh, let me see. Somebody said on Sunday, they said a cute guy just did the hang loose emoji at my Sunday Scary sweatshirt in the airport. Oh, man. Yep. So we have a now we have a, a beat on this. Yeah. So if this guy is listening to the Mail In podcast this week, I would assume you know who you are if you flew through the Kansas City airport and mentioned something to a girl about a scary sweatshirt. And you have to think because they're flying to the same place that there's a a, de- a, a higher oh, chance yeah. than than not that they might live in a similar geographic area. Yep. Could be. I really point, want this to happen. Me too. But point being is, do you have any? Either misconnections from your past that you can reminisce on, or the rules for misconnections, or or maybe tips. This sounds. What I'm about to say sounds weird. Okay. Have you ever had a dream where you're romantically involved with somebody, mm-hmm. and then the next day you wake up and you can't shake it? Ooh. Have you ever Have you ever had this happen before? I've mentioned this to people before and I've gotten two reactions. Some people are like, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like you think about them all morning and they're like weirdly like it it might be someone from your past. It might be like it could be someone you've never even met before or Mm -hmm. someone that doesn't exist. But there's someone in your dream and you had such a uh, uh, lucid dream. Yeah. That it sticks with you for like a couple hours in the morning. Have you ever had that happen? Yeah. It's weird. Absolutely. And and that's like the closest thing I've ever had. I don't think I've ever had like a legitimate misconnection outside of like being drunk at a bar and meeting somebody and being like, I really wish I would have talked to them more. But mm-hmm. this is all from like, you know, 10 years ago. Oh, 100%. Yeah, this is, this is for me, it's like uh, college, like single Brett ski trips. Yeah. Or New York City ski trips or work trips or whatever it might be. It's like you meet somebody. Oh, perfect example. Meeting somebody on a chairlift. Yeah. And yeah, so like in, I've done that. I've met a cute girl on a chairlift yep. before, and I remember thinking like, wouldn't mind catching another yeah another chair couple, with her right this, this uh, sash. Yes, that is a hundred percent. I've had that happen to me on a chairlift before, where it's just like, oh, she was awesome. Like we had an unbelievable conversation, and and I will never see her again. 
I, I think I distinctly remember from like freshman year of college that happening. Cannon Mountain in New Hampshire, if you're out there. I woke up one morning after just kidding. I'm after taking, a night out. Just kidding, Caroline. I had a I had a dream about someone that didn't exist, but I remember whoa, whoa, exactly whoa, whoa, whoa. what this person. So this happened to you. Your dream scenario happened to somebody you don't know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. It was it was a fake person. Okay. What? But the, I knew what the person. We weren't. It wasn't like a hookup dream. It wasn't like a, a dream like that. It was just a dream where I had a crush on this random person. Okay. And this was this had to have been probably two thousand twelve. Like a long, like 10 years ago. Senior high school, baby. Long time ago. And I told my buddy about it the next morning and it was a running joke. We didn't, we weren't working that day. We were just going to day drink all day, have mm -hmm. fun. And we, we joked about it all day. We're like, if we see this brunette who's dressed in business casual clothing, walk into the bar, like I'm talking to her immediately. Cause like that was the girl in your dream. Yeah. And so all night we wow. were making this joke. We sat at the bar all night and we kept on making the joke. Whenever someone walked in, we were like, oh, no, not her. Damn it. But like, had there been a girl that was a brunette wearing business casual clothes and she walked in, I would have gone all in that night and been like, hey, I need to buy you a drink right would now. Would you have led off with the, I, I, you're literally not. in my dreams last night. Absolutely not. I don't know who you are. I think the only time I would actually divulge that information would be if we got married and then on our wedding night after she couldn't turn back, I would have been like, so the reason I came up to you so adamantly was because I dreamt about you the night before. But no one walked into that bar that night, and I'm pretty sure my buddy Todd and I slept in the same bed that night. And nice. Hung out. If if somebody could write down the number of romantic comedy ideas we've mentioned on this podcast, we'd have like a Matthew McConaughey 2000 to 2008 lineup. I mean, I I spoke about one on uh, Circling Back Patreon today. Really? Yeah. It's Which behind was? the paywall, so I can't talk about it right oh. now. It's called The Roster, but the roster. We're not, we can't talk about that right now. Wow. Is his name Ross? No, it would ideally be starring Anna Kendrick a la about 2014. Okay. Oddly specific. Yeah. I feel like that's when she was like really like on the up and up. And now I feel like she's just doing movies that I don't want to see anymore. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It is what it is. Man, misconnections. Easier than they once were. You know? So much easier than they once but were. But you, it's not like you can ride a chairlift with somebody and then find their instagram you know no, but i feel like now you could ride a trail to somebody and hope that they're on a dating app oh and okay i okay, mean okay like hope that your bumble radius yeah. slash hinge radius matches i think that would be the ideal situation if you're on like a chairlift at this point it's that you hope like you can actually just hop on an app and hope that you get matched with them and you'd be see. like wait i mean what a bet what a better what better opening line than being like saying something about the chairlift ride that you just shared totally together. Totally. I I was gonna. <laughs> what what Brett? Uh, opening line, ready for this? If I was a uh, an a douchebag hinge user, okay. Like you're like a San Francisco tech bro who decided to go to Tahoe for the weekend right. with your boys. And here's here's the line, ready? Okay. Ready? Don't get us canceled. Hey, um, it's cool going up with you, but I never got the chance to go down. Okay. Okay. I, I, you know, like that's actually, that's entertaining enough that like, even though it does border, like, you know, maybe yeah, being like, a little creepy. Yeah, definitely. It's still kind of funny. Okay. It's still kind of funny. We can edit that out if we need to, if we don't want to be canceled. No, I don't think you need to edit that out. You I, know don't what think, I don't think that's canceled. You know what I'll never cancel? Please do it. Yes. Biz bubbles. There you go. Busy hard seltzer. Uh, nowadays, Will, you can go into the grocery store, go into the liquor store in Texas, or enter the beer and wine and liquor and alcohol aisle. Mm -hmm. it's all there's, the a lot of, there's a lot of options out there. It all looks there's the same. There's a lot of options out there. You know who doesn't 
You know who breaks the mold? I think I got an idea. The orange box. Yep. And inside that orange box is Vizzy Hard Seltzer, the only hard seltzer with vitamin C and super fruit acerola. That's that's what's up. It is, uh, what's the temperature outside right now, Will, if you had to guess? About 71. Yep, 71. Is there a cloud in the sky? Uh, I couldn't tell you, but I don't think so based on what I've seen today. No, there's not. There's absolutely not. And you know what I want to be doing right now? What? Drinking a Vizzy on my patio, maybe? Well, you're doing it on a podcast. It's close. I just did. That's the uh, <clears throat> watermelon strawberry. Did you swallow that wrong? I did. Okay. It, went, it, it kind of caught my, my throat differently. It kind of felt like you swallowed it wrong. Yeah. But, you know, we're, we, I'll do it again. It goes down. I mean, yeah, it goes down easy either way. Like I said, the first and only hard seltzer with antioxidant vitamin C. You can go the original pack, Will. You know, everybody loves the original pack. Pineapple, mango, black cherry, lime, strawberry, kiwi, and blue pony. They're classics. Classic. Or you can go with a lemonade variety pack or the watermelon variety pack. And I'm going to tell you right now, the lemonade variety pack is getting some tread this summer. I mean, you're not going wrong with any of them, whether it's the variety packs or whether it's the, the classics. You're not going to be upset. You're absolutely right. But the peach lemonade is a must in every golf bag that I go out with this summer. Even though, you know what? Legal disclaimer, some courses you're not allowed to bring your own alcohol. So in, allegedly, if I were to bring my own alcohol into the course, it would be peach lemonade. Hard seltzer from Busy. I think you're allowed to. I think you are too. Step up your game with Busy Hard Seltzer. It's got 5% alcohol by volume, 100 calories, and less than one gram of real cane sugar per can, which gives every sip of Busy more exhilaration. No sipping. No, you do sip it. It's definitely sipping. Anyway, find out where you can purchase Busy by going to busyhardseltzer.com slash washed. That's Busy. HardSeltzer.com slash wash to get updates on our latest flavor drops and more. Sign up for our emails. Visit HardSeltzer.com slash subscribe. Again, that's VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash subscribe. You must be 21 or older to consume. How about a voicemail, Will? Let's do it. Hey, Brett and Sally. Uh, it's your boy, Andy. Calling in with some, some Valentine's Day insecurity. I, I'm, I'm a big not fan of Valentine's Day. I think it's a fake holiday. It's stupid. It's made up. Um, that being said, I, I think my girlfriend thinks it's important. It's you know something she likes. We have never really done a big Valentine's Day. Um, thing is, I was in college and we lived in different places. Um, do I have to do something good, big for Valentine's Day? Could I like do something the day before and have it just be a thing and not a Valentine? I don't know. I. Valentine's Day is dumb, and I hate it, but uh, I'll do it if, if I have to, I guess. Uh, I'll, I'll shut up and listen. Okay, bye. Valentine's Day, Will. You know what the easier answer is? Hmm. <laughs> this guy thinks of what uh, thinks of Valentine's Day, whatever his girlfriend thinks. If she loves it, guess who loves yeah. it? If she hates it, guess who hates it? But how did he, did he say how long they've been dating for? No. Because, like, if you haven't been dating for that long and this isn't your first... Is this their first Valentine's Day? No, he said they have done them before, but God. they went to different colleges, so it was never like a... That's not yeah. what I wanted to hear. Because I was going to say, if you... If you... If it's your first Valentine's Day, now's the time you can set the tone. Oh, okay. Like, I remember my... I mean, obviously, I was poor at this time, so I didn't have to, like, really... I, the expectations were low for me. Mm -hmm. uh, but my first ever serious girlfriend, we decided to... A serious girlfriend out of high school. 
we decided that okay. we would go to B-dubs for uh, Valentine's Day. Nice. And you know what we did the next Valentine's Day? We went to B-dubs. Oh, and a it, little it became tradition. our thing. We never made it to a third B-dubs as we broke up. Uh. But I do think that, like, the fact that I pulled the B-dubs card, I was very happy about that. It was kind of a bit, but also, like, you know, not. And yeah. the fact that I just had to buy some B-dubs for the night, that was a big plus for me. It was about a $35 night. We were too young to drink at the time. Uh, my first Valentine's Day with my first real girlfriend outside, uh, you know, I had a high school girlfriend who was serious. My first college girlfriend that was serious, uh, we went ice skating. Very nice. Yeah. And then, uh, then tried to find a restaurant. How'd that go? Not well. Yeah. So we went to uh, Panera uh, for Valentine's Day. I think, I think that... Sorry. This guy... If you don't like Valentine's Day, then I think you need to do something that might take a little more effort, but might make your life a little better. And that's yeah. just make dinner at home. Oh, there you go. Make there a nice go. dinner at your place. I don't know if they, they live together at this point. I don't know what. But like, I hate the idea of buying a gift solely for Valentine's Day because it just seems like a waste of money. It seems like it's a made up holiday. Everyone knows that. I think if you can do a nice dinner that you make yourself and you can skip going out and seeing all these other couples going out. I mean, once you get married, Sally and I have zero plans for Valentine's Day, and we have not, we're not going to do anything. It's just it's just a day that ends in Y for you guys. Well, we have our our wedding anniversary is shortly there. It's a week after. And oh, so, so you got a, you got a combo. She already said I got you a combo Valentine's Day gift and anniversary gift, and I almost wanted to say like just make it an anniversary gift. I have not yeah. bought her anything, and it is the tenth right now at the time of this recording. It is. I've not bought her anything, um, mm -hmm. and I need to. Yeah, I, I have a pretty standard, my Valentine's Day is, tempo is pretty solid. Flowers, chocolate, dinner. Yeah. I, card. I, card is important. Card. I, I don't even, I, I, don't, I truly don't think we'll do anything. But we have a kid now. We don't really care about this stuff. That is right your there. Valentine's Day present. Yeah. Yeah. The Fritz so, I don't know. This guy, second anniversary, not a big anniversary by any means. You know, it's not a monumental one. There's nothing special about it. And so I, I am kind of conflicted on how hard I need to go in terms of a gift. I, yeah, you know, I don't, uh, what is, what is the five is like wood and 10 is silver and wood. What's the, what are the anniversary numbers? Anniversary. I know there, there's numbers to this stuff, man. I, yeah, there is. Let me, let me look this up right now. What'd you do for numero uno? That's a big one. Uh, okay. Interesting. This is weird as hell. Okay. Is it like, I did not know it was this, this built out of a list. I thought it was once every five years. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Drop some knowledge. Okay. First anniversary paper. Okay. Second I would assume anniversary, a card. cotton. Oh, wait, hold on. Like diapers? I, third and no, diapers are not cotton unless you're you're doing the not our diapers aren't cotton. Oh, it is it like a little crunchier on the diaper? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Third anniversary leather. Fourth, fruit or flowers. Fifth, wood. I see. I don't I, I can't believe wood told, is on here. I told you the fifth was wood. And then I'm gonna go six through ten and then I'll read the five years after. Okay. okay so six through ten is candy or iron. Wool or copper for seven, eight, pottery or bronze, ninth, willow or pottery, tenth, tin or aluminum, fifteenth, crystal, twentieth, china, twenty-fifth, silver, thirtieth, pearls, thirty-fifth, coral. Hang on a second. Fortieth, ruby, forty-fifth, sapphire, fiftieth, gold, fifty-fifth, emerald, sixtieth, diamond. And I think they assume everyone dies after that because they don't have anything for after 60. 60 is, is the top boss. Diamond. That's that's the top level of the girl boss micro mi, mi, micro level marketing. That's I nailed that. Yeah, you killed that. 
if you if you are out there and, and your your wife gives you shit for not getting her a diamond on the first anniversary, just tell her Babe, it's, it's only going to be fifty nine more years. It's paper. Yeah, that's a funny like guys got joke. Yep. Yep. Fifty nine yep, more years. Just got fifty nine more years. <laughs> I don't even remember what we did last year for our anniversary. Did you get her a card? Probably. Probably got her flowers. Or Nailed it. Ooh. Special delivery. Ooh. A little package action. Look at us. Uh. Anyway, your your opinion of Valentine's Day, in my opinion, should boil down to whatever your significant other wants it to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's not your choice. Nope. But like if they love it, then 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 go have then fun it and make make yeah. it, make the best out of it. If they if they don't care either way, then try to try to diminish it as much as possible so that mm -hmm. in future years you don't have to worry about it. I don't think anyone wants to worry about I, I think I cared more about it when I was dating. I think now it's just like Another day. Just just tell them, tell them you love them. Yep. Make that the baseline. But it, as a general rule, if you are ever thinking about, if you ever have the agreement that you're not doing gifts this year for any holiday, don't be, don't be, get caught red-handed. Exactly. Yeah. Make sure that you're communicating that level of uh, um, desire for the holiday. Like, don't go and be like, oh, I didn't know you want to do anything, babe. Like, I don't have anything planned. And she's like, ah, oh, what are you talking about? Yeah. So, or it could be the other way. Yeah. <laughs> don't be the guy that's like putting rose petals on beds and getting hotels. If she's like, oh, I I don't really care. I have to work tomorrow early. And yeah, I was gonna, I was, like, I was gonna go to a Pilates class. Yeah, and, kinda wanted to just sit at home and yeah. eat, eat dinner in bed. Like you want to do quesadillas? It's like I oh, I had the steak ready to go. <sighs> if you are the people that do like, oh, we're not doing gifts this year, buy a gift and then if she actually doesn't get you a gift, then just save the gift that you bought for the next time you need a gift. How about right? that? There you go. Will's playing chess out here. Yeah. And, and little do people know that I don't play chess. I just buy a gift for her every time because I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> Let's do the next one, Will. What's up, mail-in crew? Hope you all are well. Thank you. Hope you're well, too. Writing in today as a single 25-year-old, ring the bell, ding, whose best friend of many, many years and his wife are about to have their first child. I love them both dearly. And I'm so excited for them. But selfishly, I am worried about how this is going to impact our friendship. With that in mind, what are some do's and don'ts for the, being the single friend to your friends that now have a kid? I want them to still have fun and to do stuff with me, but don't want to come off as an immature ass, oh, an immature ass in the process. In other words, how can I be a good friend, uh, friend to friends with kids, when I feel I could not be any further from that point in my life. Hope that makes sense. Excited to hear your thoughts. Thanks in advance. Much love to the squad. That's a little like Shakespearean end to that. He, he killed this. A-B-B-A or whatever it is. Well, I didn't write this in. This is not me referring to me. You. Could be. Um, I do want to say my IPA intake has decreased dramatically since you had a child. But Mine that's too. neither here nor there. Mine too. What can this guy do? I have five things. Hit me. The I've pillars. I've written down five rules. Okay. They increase in importance. Okay. Okay. The first one, happy hour, probably off the table at this point. Oh. It's not what you want to hear, but if I've learned anything about the schedule that I have with my wife and with my child, it's mm -hmm. that the time between five o'clock and 7 p.m. when he goes to bed is sacred time. Phones need to get put away. We don't put our phones away, but phones should get put away. And 
attendance for bedtime routine. I, I don't know if that's what it's called for everybody, but we call it bedtime routine. Okay. Attendance for that is mandatory unless you have a work event. Okay. Or if you've pre-cleared this, you know, days in advance. Got it. But like, I'm probably not going to wait, burn a missed bedtime routine for like a, a quick happy hour. Like I, if I'm going to, if I'm going to okay. miss bedtime routine, it needs to be something important because I mean, one, I want to, I want to hang out with my child. Sure. Like yeah. Put him to bed. I want him to see me before he shuts his eyes. And two, um, like you only have so many times where you can step out and put all the work on the other person. You don't always want to just want to burn that by going to some random bar. Oh, so unless you really need it. Got it. Okay. So there's, there's a, there's a points system, Like you have built up X amount of points then you can you can trade in those you can cash in those points for a night out. Yeah, it's like if, okay. if Sally was like, "Hey, I'm I'm going to uh, go to happy hour tonight with like this crew," and then like two nights later she did it again, I'd be like, "You just go out for drinks like after he goes to bed and like make it easier on both of us." Okay, so the, there's a cards there's a trading card system involved here. I think it was, it's kind of like an unspoken one. Okay, but okay, who knows? The next one, if you make a plan, mm -hmm. stick to it. Don't add uh -huh. more chaos to their life by being like, well, we might go here. Oh, we gotta, we're going at this time now instead. Cause they might've already gotten a babysitter in line. Mm -hmm. They might've already, um, you know, they might've already planned out their entire night. And once things start to get shuffled more, that's when it becomes more of a strain on the people that have a kid at home that they need to deal with. Gotcha. Okay. Like if someone's like, oh, well, uh, they don't take reservations. So instead of showing up at seven, we need to be there at six 30 and we all have to be there to sit down. It's like, well, we're, we're not going to do that. Mm -hmm. We have okay. a babysitter who's already been told that they're coming here at seven. I'll see you at 7.15. Got it. Third, make sure you're reaching out to them instead of waiting for them to reach out to you. I think this, uh, okay. this might I like, be- one, I like this one. This might be one of the biggest ones. Like, I put my phone away for a lot of time at night these days, not just because I have a kid, but partially just because I'm on my phone all day anyway. And so sure. it's like, when I, I'm not always reaching out to people. You have to reach out to them because they have a new best friend in their life and it's their child. Right. I, 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 like a dependent best friend. Yeah. And you just don't, you might think of things that you want to text your friends or hit them up about, but you don't always do it because you're distracted. You got shit going on. Mm -hmm. You might have the kid in your hands and your phone in the other hand. Then you get yelled at like, why are you on your phone right now? Mm, you got to hold the child. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that, that takes away phone time. So you can, you can maybe get some texts at the end of the day, you respond to them, but you're not actively going to be the guy who's like, yeah. dude, you see that, that Man United kick? It's a, uh, man, you, I'm on my phone the entire time. Okay. okay. But like, it, it, if you're in a situation where it, it just makes it really hard on, on the person with a kid, if you're like, if you're, if you don't reach out to them, like you, you don't want to feel like you're an outsider in either case. Okay. Well, on that same vein, let me, let me ask you, would you rather be offered plans and turn them down as a new dad? And, and this, I'm, I'm asking for this guy. Or if you're this guy, are you waiting for Will DeFreeze to offer up plans saying, hey, I have an opportunity on Friday night. I have the, some, some time that I can be away from the, the house. So do you, as, as a guy who's asking the new parents, Talk to me about that dynamic. I would rather have somebody reaching out to me and, and you asking, have to say, hey, and I, I say to, no, okay. because like, I might've felt guilt about turning people down for plans before having a kid. Mm -hmm. Now that I have a kid, I feel zero guilt being like, can't do it. Not happening. Sure. Because it, nothing else really matters nearly as much. So it's like, why I'm not going to justify why I can't going out. They know why I can't go out right now. Yep. 
Uh, but you know, once somebody gets like five no's in a row, they might stop texting you. But like me, I don't want people to stop texting me. I'd still okay. rather have the option so I can either say no, yes or no. It's nothing personal. It just is what it is. But that brings me to my next point. When they turn down plans, don't give them shit for it. Sure. It happens. Sure. Like it's just tough. Um, I it's exactly what we just talked about. Like you just can't you can't make them feel guilty. You just have to go on to the next one and understand that like mm -hmm. maybe next time. Sure. The final. Do you want the final one? Hit me. And this one might not be the most fun option for the person without a kid, but okay. for the person with a kid, this is nice. Instead of instead of trying to go out to like a busy bar, wild restaurant, whatever, offer to come over to their place sometimes, or or just say like I I can come over and hang out with oh. you after they go to bed. One thing I've learned since having a child is that noise machines are much stronger and more efficient than I could have ever anticipated. Really, and it makes it a lot easier on us when. Uh, if a plan falls through or something, a lot of times we're just like, do you guys just want to come over here? If once he's in bed, we can literally do whatever we want here besides leave. And that always seems okay. to turn out pretty well. Forgive me because I have always felt, I'll, I'll play the friend in this instance. Yeah. I've always been like, oh, that's kind of their, their, their sacred place. Like that's their sanctuary. There's, it is Monday there's baby through, stuff. Like, Sunday through Thursday it is. Okay. But Fridays, like if, if we want to do something, like, sure, there are Fridays you don't want to do anything. Right, but right. But there's right. also a lot of Fridays when it's like, you know, I kind of want to do something, but we can't leave at this point because we have no babysitter. And that it's, you know, your significant other involved a little bit too. It's like, hey, got a new bottle of wine. I'd love you guys to try. Can I bring over some wine and cheese? We crack it. Yeah. Like it's like, great. It probably seven-ish times out of 10, it'll be like, sure, Friday night or whatever, but if this you don't is, have a, This don't especially have feels good when, um, let's say I'm home alone. I have Fritz. Kevin. Sally's out of town. Okay. Uh, my, it's not my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law's boyfriend. He has come over a few times mm -hmm. when he knows that I'm just riding, riding out that babysitting solo you're going jason derulo and he's come over and been like let's let's have a few drinks together and just hang out until either sally gets home or until like one of us wants to go to bed nice and that's always been a nice little uh in way between. of hanging out yeah it's an in between it's like i still feel like i'm being social and doing something and having a couple drinks but i don't have the guilt the next day of like going out being hung over dealing with that kind of stuff gotcha. it's a nice it's a nice compromise i like that do you mind if i start asking you to do that no Okay. No. I feel like I'm going to have to get in line now. I feel like you're not going like, to want to do that. No, I do want to do that. I totally want to do that. It's just a more. It's just an easier way to go about it. Because the Fritz man is getting to the point where it's like, you, he can he can kind of hold his own a little bit, right? Yeah. Like, he if he doesn't have to be in your arms 24-7. Correct. Okay. But he, it's also like, once they go to bed, he rarely wakes up. And if he does wake up, it might be like 10 minutes of soothing him. Yeah. But like I said, the sound machine is so efficient that I don't feel bad watching a game Maybe going a little crazy for the game, whatever. And oh, he's really? right on the other side of the door. You like if you win a bet, you can be like, yes. Yeah, like he doesn't hear anything. Dude, that's cool. Yeah, it's nice. It's how's nice. the nursery look? It's good. Yeah. We need to baby proof it a little bit now that he can crawl. It's tough. Oh, he's mobile. Yeah, he's mobile now. He's not really getting into too much trouble yet on the crawling front, but we gotta baby proof that thing so I don't have to deal with it. Can I ask you a question that I've heard in my hockey locker room recently? Yeah. This is not the hockey locker room of my youth, college kids. This is the hockey locker room full of, of dads and 40-year-olds. Mm -hmm. What is a diaper, Genie? I assume it's just the trash can for the diaper. Let me see. The way it sounds is like it's this magic device that erases, you know, 
poop. Yeah, I got a diaper genie. Does it like incinerate it? We actually got a question about this. Not to turn this into we circling We got a question dad. about this on circling dad. Okay. Yeah. Buy the diaper genie. What does it do? What, why, is it, why is it different than a trash can? Okay. So it's different from a trash can because it takes different bags. These bags have two pla- – I'm just speaking to, to mine. I don't know about okay. these other diaper okay. genies. has these two plastic things at the top that can clip together and seal it shut. Okay. These remain open as you put the bag down into the thing. And okay. whenever you put a diaper – I love wrapping the diaper into a little puck, like as small as I can possibly do it. Gordy, how? Like, because you can just wrap it all up into itself and then sure. put it in the diaper genie. Once you put it in the diaper genie, it there's some kind of twist action that happens, and it suppre- mm. I think it suppresses the smell. I could be wrong here. Okay. I have no clue, but this is what I've made up in my head. And I think it suppresses the smell a little bit. We also have a bag at the bottom of the diaper genie that apparently takes away a lot of the smell as well. Okay. Sometimes if it's just a pee diaper, toss that thing in the garbage. Don't even think about it. Sure. But a diaper genie holds like. I would say two to three days worth of diapers, no smell, put it right there. It's really? Nice. Yeah. Even upon removal, like disposal, there's no smell? Yeah, disposal, there's a little bit. Okay, okay. But I also don't have very good sense of smell, so I think oh. I'm blessed in that sense when it comes to this stuff. How many diapers a day? <sighs> one in the morning, another one in the morning before I leave for work, uh, probably one around lunch, one after nap time, probably two before bed. So that's like what, like six or seven? Yeah. You go through a lot of diapers. I feel like the diaper industry is you can try to go the route of of doing, you know, reusable cloth diapers. I'm I'm good. I'm good on that. I think it's I think it's a I think it's an honorable route for people. I think if that's what you want to do, by all means do it. But from what I can tell, people that I know who have tried that have largely quit after a very short period of time. And when are we when are we rocking potty training? I don't know. I sound like I'm no about to have clue. a child. I I am not. No clue. I'm I'm not. Uh, like two? I, I three? Dude, I, no, I mean he has to walk first. Really? Yeah, he's got to be. He's got to be. But moving. they wear diapers for a long time. Man, they do. The huggies and stuff. They be diaping. What are they called when they can walk around in them? Uh, toddlers? No. There used to be a diaper that was. Like, oh, the uh, like an in between diaper. I feel like I always saw commercials yeah, for it on Nickelodeon. I, yep. <sighs> I don't remember. I don't either. I don't remember. It's gonna come to me later. Uh. I think we got we we nailed that guy's question though. I think so. I yeah. think you just have to be I patient. I took notes before, which I feel good about. But yeah. though, that's my that's my system. I think patience, um, stick-to-itiveness. Like, don't be discouraged by three no's in a row. Be like, hey, another Friday. If you don't have, uh, or or hey, you, you want to go to a kid-friendly bar? Maybe, you know, like Bolden Acres is a great one in Austin where there's there's strollers all over that place mm-hmm. and dogs. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I. It's going to be different, though. It's really hard to balance everything, but it's it's a good it's a good problem to have. But mm-hmm. like, I I have officially washed myself away of the guilt of turning people down. And uh, if there's a night that I really want to go out, I usually just try to make it happen. Something I've been guilty of, which I want to apologize on this podcast for with you, Will, is if you do make it out, which you do, when you're like, "Hey, Uber's coming." And I've been like, oh, come on, like one more espresso martini. Or like, let's do a, a shot. I'm sorry. I know you don't need that in your life. You don't no, need that kind of temp- not temptation. And then you feel weird about it. If anything, my nights now, I, I would prefer to go hard in the beginning of the night and then soften up as it goes uh, the rest of the night because okay. I don't want to be super hungover the next day. Well, I just mean more upon your exit. If, yeah. you, if, you have, if you have the Uber app open 
And I'm like, dude, oh, come on, put I'm it gone. away. Come on, dude. Like, come on. No. If the Uber app is already open on my phone, good night. See you later. Or insert name here app because Uber doesn't sponsor this podcast. Yeah, but that's all I use. Yeah, same. Whatever. Well, you know what, though? Lyft gives me uh, Delta points. Really? Yeah, you can add to your Delta account to it. I feel like Uber should have a system, like a point system where like if after 100 rides, you get one free ride. Just one. That'd be nice. Maybe a loyalty program? Yeah. They should pay their drivers better, first of all. Second of all, yeah. Second of all, if like Southwest was tied to Uber, you'd be flying to Vegas for free. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Want to do the next one? Yeah. Hey, Brett and Will and the mailing crew. So I guess Randy? Yeah, Randy too. Question about the appropriate way to ask somebody out who lives far away. Here's some context. I met this girl at a teacher conference last weekend, and we really hit it off. I feel like teacher conferences sneaky get, like, wild. Yeah. Like, everybody's kind of younger, right? Or Well, I I think we always thought that our teachers went home at night, read, and then went to bed after eating, like, a very conservative dinner. Not Miss And now I'm realizing that, like, these teachers didn't do that. Like, these teachers were just as wild as anyone else you know. They're th- popping open a bottle, yeah. talking shit about kids all day. And at a conference, like they're they're looking for they're ready to, to rip. Yeah. At least that's how I imagine it in my head. Me too. Uh by the way, another rom com. Mark it down. Yeah. Uh we matched on an app the fr- oh, for teachers. Hold on. They matched on an app the first day of the conference. You oh. know that teacher hinge. Tinge is absolutely going nuts for these things. It goes like Olympic Village. National Realtor Sales Conference? Yeah, like <laughs> trying to think of like some company that's like so big and they have a conference. Inside Global? But then like you go like <laughs> six down and then it's then it's teacher conference. Yes, absolutely. It's not a parent teacher conference. It's a it's just teacher. Teacher just teacher looking teacher to conference. go crazy. They know the the rules of multiplication there. Mm-hmm. They don't care. Oh, I get it. Randy's You're just, talking multiply yeah, multiplying yeah. like children. Like bunnies. Yeah. So they, they messaged, uh, they met on an app, messaged for about a day, and met up for happy hour on day two. I mingled with her friends. She mingled with mine. Lots of mingling and good vibes to go around. Spent some time on day three going to some sessions at the conference together, and things went really well. We exchanged numbers, Instagrams, and snaps. Damn. She's very cute and a very quality person to talk to and be around and would love to see her again. The only problem is she lives on the other side of the state and is about a four-hour drive away. However, I have a week off in a couple of weeks and am planning on taking a long road trip and will be driving through her city and would love to link up for lunch or dinner. Would it be better to call or text about this kind of thing? We've been Snapchatting back and forth since the conference ended and have some have built some rapport, but definitely feel like I should call or text about this certain thing. Or is this whole thing not worth it? And it could just be uh, just a fun conference weekend thing. Fling. Would love your thoughts on the whole situation. Thanks in advance. Our man's overthinking this. I feel Way like. too much, dude. Just like, text her and be like, hey, I'm driving hour? through. You matched on a dating yeah. app? Like, I'm driving through your city. You want to grab drinks? Just shoot her a text. Don't I, overthink this. I, yeah, I don't think you need to even overthink the text versus call. I think if you're if you want to be a if you want to be a uh I don't I don't I'm, I'm the words are escaping me right now. Like if you want to be a a classic, you know, pick up the phone and call someone person, a, by a, all means a, do it. A Picasso or a Michelangelo? What's just, the Just like uh what's the romantic guy? I don't know. Camelot? Why can't I wait? Romeo? No. 
Who was the Casanova? Casanova. Yeah. If you, like, if you want to do that, like, and, and, and not start your possible, like, you know, lifelong relationship yeah. with a text message, then call. But, like, sounds like, sure, sounds like she likes you. Yeah. What if she has, like, a husband back, like, Ooh. back into her, like, four Mr. hours away? Mr. Teacher. Yeah. That would be tough. So it sounds like he's hot for teacher. Did you already make that joke? Yeah, I, well, okay. I was gonna say you could maybe call the rom com that, but I'm not. I'm not sold on that idea. Okay, okay. But dude, you're in. Like you're good. You're overthinking it right. What does now. he want to buy a chalkboard and go put it outside her house? Be like, oh, here's listen to the chalkboard. Yeah, dude, go full love actually and just show up at her door. She call you Cray. Look on Snap Map and just go. Just go show up. Yeah, find friends. You had her on that too without her knowing. Yikes. Teachers are using Snapchat these days? Are teachers snapping? Uh, why are people still using Snapchat? High schoolers are using it. I have it. I don't use it all. I snap I don't even have it on my phone. Yeah. I, I, I don't really want to download it. Dude, he, this, I mean, this sounds like fun, but I think it's as easy as shooting her a text and being in a city. Now, let's say he wasn't driving there. Let's say he just wants to see her again. Because his problem is easy, easy to solve. Be like, yeah, what are you doing? Uh... Yeah, let's get a drink, whatever. Say that's not on the table, and it's just like, okay, we went to a conference for a weekend and really hit it off. What are the next steps there? Because it's not cross-country. It's cross-state. Well, the, if anything, I feel like the pressure is just reduced right here. Yeah. Like, I, like she says no. Okay. See you at the next She's conference. four hours away. You don't have to yeah. worry about it. Yeah. She says yes, then you're you're driving four hours and you're gonna hang out with her. Right? right. Have you ever traveled to go see someone that you were romantically involved with? Will I No, I'm, not like not what, like a girlfriend. What? Not like a girlfriend, but like oh. have you ever have you ever traveled somewhere to meet someone who would possibly be the beginning of a long distance relationship with? Yeah. When Caroline came to our our uh fair. party. It's fair. Our our Christmas party, I went on a Tuesday. I drove out there, we went to El Tiempo and I drove back. I mean, yeah, I dated a girl long distance once and like we weren't fully, you know, dating, but I flew down and, and, and met up with her for a long weekend and just to see like, hey, is this something we want to further pursue or okay. not? Let me ask you this. How'd you initiate that? How'd it go from, from DMing or, or like... we'd already met, we already okay. knew each other. Okay. We already so knew each other. You met some, uh, some girl at a Harbor Springs beach party and you wanted to see if it worked out long distance. Mm -hmm. How did you initiate like, hey... Can I see you? I don't remember. Again. I think we had already. I think we had just already been talking. And it was I don't just kind of like it was moment. natural. Yeah, like, I, hey, okay. We were already friends. We were already like talking, and it was like, you know what? I, like, let's. I'm gonna come down. Okay. Yeah. Let's say. So if he didn't have this trip planned, I still think you do it. That's what I mean. I that's that's my point here. Is one, you make up a trip like, oh my my buddy lives like outside your city or something like that. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go spend a weekend there, and just pull the fake trip card be like do you want to meet up for drinks before i meet up with him is this the old in me saying that you don't even have to like make up the, the no the, the, i feel like to the, be straight to the point be like hey do you want to hang out i'd love to see you like i'll drive there is that too much these days or is that like i don't know i mean if a if a girl that i liked that i'd already gotten happy hour with and matched on a dating app with if she, and i was single if she was like hey i'd love to come visit that's the thing, though. But it's, like, there's there's a line that gets crossed when yeah. visiting happens. No, you're right. And once I said that, I realized like, you can't make it seem like you want to go stay with them. Right. Totally. You almost do no, need another reason. You need a reason. You're to, right. Like you it's absolutely game, have a the, the facts of it. Like right. you kind of need another reason to be there, so that if you go there and it doesn't work out, or like 100, you walk into her apartment and she's like a like a hoarder or something, 
Can't it's have like, a hoarder. I gotta go. I gotta go. Hang on, right? Boy. Yeah. Like he's at he's at Applebee's. I'm gonna don't don't come out. Actually, the best. Yeah, and definitely go see her. Don't have her come. No, see No, no, no. Have to go to her. Yeah. Have to go to her. That's the Casanova part of it. Yeah. Yeah. But he's in a great spot. I'm I mean, not worried about this guy. This guy is fine. Yeah. Send the text. Three days. Make the phone call. Now the rom com side of it would be he goes and she's, you know. It, like this is a Pedro O'Horny situation where she has a fiance who Who's Pedro O'Horny? That's from Out Cold. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yes. Where they met in Playa dos Carmen or something. Yes. Pedro O'Horny's. I forgot about that. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. And this is also a day and age where it's this situation itself is so much easier. Yeah, it's right? simple. Like, like it's very our, straightforward. Our parents used to have to like if they met at a cool conference or something, they had to call the whole time. That's what I don't get, man. Like I think about my parents being in college and trying to go to parties and stuff. Like once you go to a party, you're at that party. Yeah. It's probably awesome. I was like, Dad, how did you know like where to go? He's like, Well, because we just went to the same bar. And they used to have dance like, cards. Oh, okay. Like what? Have you ever heard of a dance card? No. I think they're I've called heard of dance yellow cards. Card. No. Uh so a dance card. Is a card bearing the names of a woman's prospective partners at a formal dance. What? They used to do this way back in the day where you would have a dance card and you would fill – I don't know who would fill it out. I don't know if guys would sign up or if girls Damn. would write down like their interests. But you would have a card. I think they would do this at like dorms. I think at like a dorm what? you would have like a dance card and like – Be like, hey, like – You'd have someone's name on it and be like, I'm going to go meet this person. What? So it says, this that is a question. Like, it says, what like does creepy. having a dance card mean? It says, in modern times, the expression, expression dance card is often used metaphorically as when someone says, pencil me into your dance card, meaning find some time to spend with me. Ooh. Conversely, claiming one's dance card is full implies that even though they may be interested, they have no time for another person. A dance card? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm wondering if Grandma Jean had a loaded dance card back in the day. It says dance cards were elaborate souvenirs that served to remind a lady of a particular night's ball or dinner party. Dance card listed the specific dances to be performed and provided lines for ladies to fill in the names of their dance partners. Wow. So the, I guess the ladies filled it out. Is this like, like you know what like a debutante is? Yeah, I, kind of. Like it's I, like a debut for a woman. Yeah, I've to, never like, really understood scene. those It's like Bridgerton things. stuff. Yeah, d- honestly, when I typed in dance card... The, yeah. I've never watched Bridgerton, so maybe they have them in here. Hold but when on. I typed in when I typed in dance card, it said uh, dance card Bridgerton. You've never seen Bridgerton? Are you fucking kidding me, Will? <laughs> I don't, there's something about it I don't like. What? Does Sally watch it? Yeah, she loved it. Yeah, she okay. It. You would um, love it too. There's something about it I don't like. There's something about you I don't like. I have a very I have a very limited uh, span of years that okay. I enjoy my content to be in. I don't like what. What's even the time frame of that? Like the Renaissance or something? I would go Victorian, perhaps colonial. See, that's too early uh, for me. When you got the white wigs on and like powdered and shit, like that's that's too early for me. Count Will out on powdered. The wigs earliest content. I go is. Do the we even fir- like the Patriot? The Patriot was fine. I mean, it's, oh, I feel like you can't stand Mel Gibson movies at this yeah, point without being in you a be gray careful. area. Heath Ledger, you can stand him. Yeah. R.I.P. But like. Yeah, like the earliest I'll go in terms of movie timeframes is like the first season of The Crown. So like when that's Queen like Elizabeth, the same thing. No, it's not. What Downton Abbey? I've never seen it. It's it's actually been something uh, I've thought about starting recently. When did Bridgerton take place? It's going to be like Victorian or Elizabethan. Eighteen thirteen. I think my I think my okay. my hard stop is like nineteen twenty. 
the the other series that you said is definitely not the crown is definitely not 1920 is it the crown yeah it starts off with uh queen elizabeth oh okay, okay. It's, it's i'm her, thinking it's i'm her, thinking of a different entire journey okay. i'm thinking of a different show entirely so forgive me crown <laughs> watchers out there how do we get here uh he asked oh, about because you I, we talked about dance cars in bridgerton yeah, yeah. maybe i'll watch dance bridgerton. i heard I think... it gets really porny though it's softcore porn it is absolutely softcore porn. I just don't know if I feel like watching that. You do. It is tastefully done. I'll put it that way. We'll see. Maybe it's, maybe once is season two out. No, it's coming out though. Maybe when that comes out, maybe I'll maybe I'll hop on it for a little bit. Okay. Okay. Maybe I'll just watch season two. With that, is there any other rules for meeting somebody at a conference for three days? That's fling style, and then not seeing them but wanting to see them. I would say that like your time is of the essence right now for him. I just mean in general. I'm trying to say, say, say a guy met a girl that was in Nashville for a bachelor party. They hit it off, and she went back to Denver. I mean, do you just pull the trigger and and ask, say, hey, I'm going to fly out to Denver. I have a hotel. Do you want to get dinner? Here's the trip. If not, we'll never speak to each other again, but this guy has the unique aspect of going to the conference every year. I you know what assume. I think you should do right, right now? What's that? I think you should punt this question okay. to a future mail-in, and I think you should call Michael Weiner. Whoa. Micah and his wife, Caitlin, okay. very close friends of mine. Shouts. They met on, she was on a bachelorette party in Charleston. He was on a bachelor party in Charleston. No way. They met there, hit it off. Now they're married. I need to ask him. Yep. I think you guys just need to cold call, cold call Micah. Let him know. Maybe. Yeah, I will. Maybe I will don't cold call him. Okay. Maybe just call him. But yeah, that's what they did. Really? They lived apart. They lived separated for a while. They did home and homes once in a while. Yeah. She came to a Grand X tailgate. No shit. It's great. Shouts to that. That's awesome. That is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Man. I don't know of any rules though. No, Just, it, don't be creepy is probably the first and like don't don't the next weekend be like I'm yeah. coming to see you. Yeah, don't pass out in front of their like hotel door. Oh. I didn't do that. Okay. I thought I was thought there was a story attached. No, just to that. don't do that. Don't Man. like don't like find out what hotel they're staying at and then like go up there there is like a, a palpable energy though when it comes to conferences or or something like work trips like that you know if back in the single days or even now if you're a wingman to a single like if we went on a work trip with randy and randy's single i'd be like oh the energy yeah the energy is like we're gonna we're gonna meet meet up with some people that randy's I feel like i'm like. getting so old now that like randy doesn't even want me as a wingman like i'm i'm more of a i'm more of an anchor than i am anything really randy would you would you let me wingman you Randy says yes. yes. Randy says yes. It's good. Okay. Let's do the last one, Will. Hey, Brett and Will. Just moved in with my girlfriend of two years, shouts, and things have been going well so far with one minor exception, TV usage. Yeah. My girlfriend loves watching hockey. Let's go blues, he says, <laughs> and football with me, but she hates, quote, stupid dude comedies like South Park, F is for Family, Archer, etc. I feel like Randy's a big dude comedy guy. I would throw oh, these definitely. shows on in the background to de-stress after work while making dinner, but now when I do it, my girlfriend just rolls her eyes and refuses to be in the same room. Is there any way to change this, or do I just have to give up and be stuck watching British period dramas while making dinner? Thanks. Damn. <laughs> Sounds like this dude is not a fan of Bridgerton. No, he does not. He does not want Bridgerton anywhere <laughs> near him. Uh TV usage with a living girlfriend slash wife slash fiance, Will DeFreeze. Well, can I ask a question before we answer this question? Hit me. What is your go-to background 
TV programming of choice? What is Caroline's go-to background TV programming of choice? She loves reality. So okay. you give her a love Love Island. She she's watched when she like when she had COVID. I think she downed two seasons of Love Island, which is like a hundred episodes, right? Like amateur numbers. <laughs> but give her reality. Give her Bachelor. Like I think she doesn't want me to know that she still watches The Bachelor every night. She'll be like, oh yeah, just like watching The Bachelor. Kind I'm, not of. I'm still watching this season. Yeah. Not, not so she okay, that, she is too. But she, I'm, I'm too invested at this point. She is peak reality TV. That makes sense. She can figure out a storyline without even like she can be on Twitter and Instagram. She can get the whole thing now. And yeah. just I but, like that uh, about her. I do too. I'm not necessarily that guy. What you, you're just hockey in the background. Yeah. You're I'm sports, sports in the background guy. I'm I'm sports big time. Does it have is it a game or do you put ESPN on in the background? I do games. Okay. I do games. Whatever game if there's a game on, well, I make more interesting by uh wagering. That, but, that helps. Um big games guy. And okay. then at night, say the game is over, or say like ESPN is not what I'm looking for. Diners, drive-ins, and dives isn't on, which is weird because it's literally always on. But maybe I'm not feeling it. I go to YouTube, yeah. and I watch YouTube videos. I do too. Like uh, my guilty pleasure. This is gonna be a nerd shit. Rand Randy's gonna dunk on me for this. I watch like science YouTube videos. I get it. Like if there's a 20 minute video on how planes fly, I watch it. I do. I get it. Like YouTube has become one of my go-to like top apps to go to on my television. I mm -hmm. never thought I'd get be that kind of person. Mm -hmm. I I spend so much time on YouTube, especially in the morning when I'm like oh, hanging out with Brits and okay. stuff. I just toss on 20 minute YouTube videos, old skate videos, soccer highlights, mm -hmm. uh, interviews. Uh, something I've gotten quite into lately is Have you ever heard of Rick Steves? No. He is a PBS style travel guy who does very generic travel videos oh love it all around the world and his really? videos get millions of views like he's he's stacking views on youtube he's probably a trillionaire at this point and no shit uh i've been watching his and they're just really like it's something that if you were learning about the geography of italy in high school in middle school they would have put on a rick steves video and, oh, and like okay. here learn about it dude you know what is funny is that now that i think about it i don't know why that just triggered this in my brain and this is sort of borderline shower thought I used to love watching VHS like Bill Nye. Yeah. Or VHS oh, shoot, it might have even been like Nickelodeon by that point, but like PBS yeah. educational videos. One dude, once you have a kid, that that oh my God. nostalgia ramps up so much. Yeah. I crave like I used to have these this book where it was every month they would send you a new set of animals to put in the book. It was just like mm -hmm. sheets that had information on the animals, had all their like, just had like write-ups on all of them. Really? And I I want that book back that I can like go through with Fritz. I want to do all Damn. those like nostalgic things now. I want to yeah. go watch those videos. Like, I don't know why. Did you do. ever have, okay, it's about, it's a long rectangle. Okay. It looks like a, uh, you know, like a magnet you put on your fridge with a long like list yeah. kind of deal. In the top of that booklet, call it, there was a, like a, a nail and a washer type of thing. And you could, it, it, you could spin it around. And it was like animals and animal facts or science facts. And they would, they, you could increase in uh, level of detail. You could increase in like, there's like fifth grade ones, third grade ones. And you could, you spin them around basically a, a, a hinge point. I don't even know what it's called. 
and I almost did. I did those like flashcards every day. I was fascinated. I'm about to show you. Know you know what I'm saying, Randy? Yes, Randy's. Randy says. I'm yes. about to show you the cover. I just. I, I'm amazed by how easy it was to find the cover for this. Okay. Of what I used to do, and I'm going to show this to you, and I'm going to ask if this rings any bells for you. No. Nothing. Nope. Nothing. I just searched 1990s animal binder, and it was the wildlife fact file. And this thing was like my Bible back then. I really? loved it. They would set, I, but this one, they had like mammals, birds, reptiles, amphibians, all this kind of stuff. It was oh great. Oh my God. It was a wonderful book. And I just, I would draw the animals. I would, I would write out the paragraphs about the animals as if I was doing my own book report, even though I was literally just like writing the exact same information. No shit. I think it helped me like become a better speller and yeah. things like that. I loved it. Dude, how'd we get here? We're talking uh, <laughs> TV. We're talking TV <laughs> habits. Uh, I do want to. My shower thought is going to go back to early childhood edu education, fine. though. So please continue with your your TV habits with your live-in significant other that maybe doesn't jive per se. My my background noise at home is either most of the time soccer games. Okay. The Bundesliga. Not necessarily Bundesliga. Oh yes. But. Usually soccer games, uh, they don't play. Sky I used to just put Sky Sports on because it's a two hour. It was a two hour run, and sure. I would tape them every day. Watch them in, like later that night. NBCSN is no longer, which means that Sky Sports News is no longer getting recorded. Yeah. Uh, but in the, at nighttime, I have completely taken that out. Really, I don't turn it on until Fritz has gone to sleep. Okay. Unless there's something we need to see. Sally, on the other hand, is a big Office person. Oh. I don't dislike the Office. I don't care about it anymore. Oh no! Like I don't want to watch it anymore. I've seen most of the episodes. I've seen all the episodes that I need to see, and so I just don't like having it on. It kind of reminds me of like hating my job. Oh. Does that make sense? Like watching The Office now, it's I still laugh, but it still makes me feel like I'm kind of just sitting in a depressing office, and I don't want to do that. And so the, I don't like when she has that on. Believe me, I I respect. Everything that the office has done for culture, uh, gifts, mm -hmm. humor, but the office slash friends slash. I would rather her. She loves friends, too. I would rather her go friends than the office at this point, because I at least can like I, I doesn't make me feel like I'm looking at people who hate their lives in a way like the crutch anxiety shows that are mm -hmm. very popular kind of remind me of Disney adults. Yeah, I can I get I see it. And I know that that is going to upset people I see and it. I am so sorry. But if you're like putting the office in your hinge profile, it's too late for that. Yeah. Or is it like hip now because it's old? No, it can't I it cannot be hip yet. Again, I I like the office, it's fine. Right. I just I've seen it so many times I don't care anymore. I cannot rewatch. I I can rewatch movies. Wedding Crashers. You can come come at me for that. I'm a I'm a cult classic movie comedy rewatcher. Fine. I can't rewatch series like that. Frasier's like the only one that I can say that I can rewatch and not be worried about it. Yeah. But all I do now to, to remedy this is I try to if if she's watching something and we need to start doing our like I said bedtime routine, I will put something on. A speaker and i will start playing music because i don't want to have the tv on the mm -hmm. tv's not even in sight from where we're hanging out in the kitchen like you can kind of see it but it's it's not a yeah. it's not a pleasurable viewing sure and all i try to do is just i i just take matters into my own hands and i'll put on a playlist that i like 
And most of the time, nothing happens. Okay. Hopefully she doesn't make it this far listening to it because that's my way of getting the office off of the television screen. But I just pl- put on a playlist, turn the TV off, start going about my night. And then once he goes, once Fritz goes to bed, all bets are off. We can turn the TV on, do whatever you want. But like I interrupt the entire process by putting on a playlist and having no questions asked about that playlist. Damn. So you want this guy to start playing music? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. She's like, babe, can you turn it down? He's like, nope. Mm-mm. This is my music hour. But dude, New thing I'm doing. I've never, I've also like, I hate, I hate to say this to this guy, but I've never yeah. been the type to put on like Archer, South Park, those kind of things in the background because like, no offense, it's kind of cruder humor sometimes. And I don't always want that going on when I'm just trying to relax and like okay. zen out for the night. But I know I'm also different in that respect. Sure. I, I'm more like his girlfriend who would ra- much rather be watching like have the crown on in the background or something. I, it sounds like that's exactly what she's doing. Mm-hmm. But you, like from a, from a, a problem solving standpoint, there's always the, uh, you know, go in your room and watch TV. She's got the couch or vice versa, right? Like here's the idea. What if they find a series that they've never watched together? Yeah, I was going to say the common ground is like, let's find, let's, let's find de-stressed TV that we both like. We're, Sally and I are currently in the midst of trying to figure out a show that is a classic television show that neither of us have seen that we can go watch and enjoy together. Ooh, series? Yeah. Okay. We want to, we want to watch an entire series of something we've never seen. She's Does seen it, Game of Thrones. I haven't seen Game of Thrones. I'm still not racing to go see it, so we're not going to do that. Uh, last two seasons suck. I've seen Sopranos. She has not seen Sopranos. I'd, I'm fine rewatching The Sopranos, but I'd rather do something else. You want You both want a clean slate. Yeah. I do. I want the clean slate more than she does. She doesn't care if I've seen it. Okay. But the one show that we haven't, neither of us have ever seen, that we both should watch, there's two actually, and she has no interest in either of these, is The Wire and Better Call Saul. Okay. I know Better Call Saul is not done yet, but true. what better time to start binging it than right now? And we both love Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad's my favorite show, I think, of all time. Okay. I should probably just start okay. watching Better Call Saul. Yeah, I, I would. I would. I need. You know what I want to do? Yellowstone. Yeah. I haven't. I'm gonna wait till this entire season's done to okay. dive into this season, so I can binge it without having to worry about. But you're caught up to this season, correct? Okay. Yeah. I've heard mixed reviews. I also, best, yeah. But... I don't want to go in on this season and feel an obligation to watch it every week. I want to be able to watch three episodes of the new season and say, "I'm officially out" or "I'm officially back." In. Okay. You know what's weird? Randy was telling me that the only way he would date a girl is if she would watch Walking Dead front to back. With I get with that. Him. That's a big Randy. You know. Randy and KJ still watch every episode of Walking Dead. That's a miss. <laughs> it's a it's a hard miss, Randy. <laughs> Will, that's gonna do it for questions. Okay. Now, shower thoughts. The critical. Go back to yours. Segment. Go back to yours. Early childhood education, slash like, you know, six, seven, whatever it was. Did you have the tubes of animals back then? Or did you have like a a play a play closet or play like spot? Where you had like whether it was it was Hot Wheels, it was animal figurines, it was Are you dinosaurs. About these animal world. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh my god. Animal yes. world with the tubes. The tube. My tubes. My yes. tubes. And you just like create scenarios in your in your fanatical like world that you had. The tubes of animals. I didn't have man. these tubes. I didn't have these. Oh. These don't ring a bell for me. Those suckers were the best. But whether like what was your like if if video games are on one side of the spectrum, what was your physical? Am I alone? Yeah, you're alone. You're solo. Uh, I was big into connects, 
You know what connects are? Yeah, I, I mean, I I know what connects are. Is that like they're they're is it not Legos? Like I know Legos are Legos, but is like is it I would say Legos before Legos or they're those? similar to Legos. Okay. In practice. Okay. But it's almost like it's almost like a blueprint. It's like. I feel like it's like a step above building something. It's like you're actually building something. Like you're actually doing the Okay. I'm, I, see I'm what an, you're I sound like an idiot right now. No, no, no. I know I now I now I get it. Now I'm here. I'm here. It's much more realistic. And okay. I used to get I was big into those. I was big into but I was also big into Legos and I was big into Playmobil. Those were those were the things I played with all the time. Huge in my house. And I could I could do that forever. And that's all I, I did. I could still play with Legos. Like this this plane right here. I made this. I made this a hundred times. Nice. I know I'm nice. just showing stuff. Like I should just put it on the screen, but I don't care. Like I used to just play with connects all the time. I feel like we did connects like in my classroom. See, like, we had a, we had like connects for me. We had. <laughs> you weren't a big school fan. No. We did connects in like my intro to engineering class in fourth grade, type of thing, along with uh, junior achievement, which was our business class in fourth grade, which was so much fun. We would start our own business. That sounds. Tight. And mine, my first ever business I started was a, 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 a hockey shop, like a skate shop. I Pretty love sick. it. Was it I would still like do. Mighty Ducks, like Hans? No, it, if I was in fourth grade, it would have been 2003, 2004. So that would probably be peak like U.S. men's national team slash Miracle came out in 2004. So something around that. Okay. But I was also a hockey player. So that probably was more of the inspiration. Yeah. But yeah, no, we connects, Playmobiles, Legos. I never really got into like Bionicle. Did you ever do like Bionicle, Blade, Beyblade kind of shit? No. No, Bionicle was. I, I'm looking at Bionicle right now and I don't know what this is. It's no. like connects, but they're monsters that you fight. These look like, these are connects that like. <laughs> Did I just butcher that, that Randy? Are, but, but these look like connects that are like, you can only use these pieces for one re like reason. I like connects because like you can build anything out of all of it. That's fair. I my my grandparents had an actual set of Lincoln Lodge too, which were kind of oh, my cousins dope. had some like yeah. like the like old the real school, OG like, yeah. Lincoln Lodge. My my cousin has had some, and I would always I, I don't know why I'd always like playing with them when I went over there. It was kind of satisfying to put this stuff. together. It was. It really was. That's where I think I learned like ASMR from was like Lincoln Lodge taps. Yeah, yeah. How about that, you you don't realize how much stuff in your childhood is like like I love the like I I used to watch like Bob Ross constantly. I, on PBS. Dude, I, I, I've said this before. I've said this on Circling Dad. I've said it on Circling Back, and I'm saying it on here now. Like, the amount of nostalgia that I feel these days since having a child has skyrocketed. All I want to do is go do the old stuff that I did. Like, really? I'm listening to music from my high school days more than I am now. I'm re-watching skate videos, which is something that, like, I would just do constantly back in the day. Mm -hmm. But even it goes further back into my childhood of like wanting to play with connects, wanting to play with Playmobil, wanting to do that stuff. Like I just want to do everything that I, I like now that I've seen that, that book that I just told you yeah. about, I'm probably going to go on eBay and buy an old one. You and should do it. Oh like, my God. You absolutely should. Like, I if want if to see him playing with the same things that I loved. Yeah. He probably won't care. Cause he'll have like an iPad that'll just stare at all the time, but whatever. Yeah. I can at least try. That's the, that's like the, this generation's like, oh, I'm not going to give my kid a, a cell phone till they're in eighth grade. It's like, I'm not going to give my kid an iPad until they're six. It's like, yeah, yeah you are. Yeah. No, and, you, and you are going to worship that thing on flights and dinners and the rest. I don't want to deal with, I don't want to do that when we're at home. Of course. Yeah, when, 
I don't blame parents, especially not of a child. I, no. I understand why people are like, I will never do that. I'll never be the iPad. You'll, dad. you'll end up doing it. Yeah. You'll probably end up doing it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, nostalgia. Yep. That'll do. It'll get you. It'll get you. I used to, uh, the Hot Wheels, you ever do the ramps and shit too? Yeah. Oh, we had the, the, the track that you would yeah. put those cars on and fly them up. Yeah, oh, the electric great. track. It was great. Yeah. Man, I did. I had like trains and shit too. You know, model trains. You ever put those yeah, things Yeah, I wasn't together? into model trains. Oh, I wouldn't say I was into them, but I had a little, I had a track. Yeah, I'm surprised I track. didn't get more into it. Man, I just like building shit. Me too. I think it was because my dad liked it, so I always did it with Me him. too. Like building shit, like mm-hmm. playing with Legos, the whole nine. Well, that's going to do it for the mail. You have fun? I did. Where can the folks find you at? Hit me up. Will DeFreeze. Twitter, Instagram. Circling Back Podcast. Sunday Scaries Podcast. Watch Media. You know where it is. You know what it'd be. Yep. It do be that. Chester Adam. Chester Randy. Thank you on the ones and twos. Subscribe to the mail-in podcast. Give us a five-star rating. Give us a review. Maybe tell a friend about it if you're as nostalgic as we are right now. Hit the hotline number, leave a voicemail, 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio. We will see y'all next week. Peace.